there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be talking about the Oracle Year by Charles Sewell. Um, I have to say I was a little disappointed um, with this book. This was this book has been sitting on my shelf for about three years now. I'm slowly making my way through my um, TV red pile. Um, and finally got to it and you know I like Charles Sewell as a comic book writer I've definitely read a, a bunch of his comics um so when this was you know offered as my book of the month you know option for you know my book of the month subscription I was like totally I will totally go for it um this book ended up in my did not finish pile um, on page 106, I couldn't keep going on. Um, and you know what? Life is too short to be spent reading things that just don't interest me at all. And it wasn't. And that's kind of sucky because it really did have a really strong opening. You're following Will. He's at a bar. He's watching a sports game you're kind of given a snippet to what the story is going to be about. You're introduced to Will as a character. And there's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of mystery to this narrative. Now, unfortunately, it kind of goes downhill after that. The reason being is, if the story had just been about Will, I think I would have enjoyed it, because I did like Will as a character. I thought he was really down-to-earth, um, very relatable. You know, he's um, he's a musician. He pretty much lives his life gig to gig. And all of a sudden, he can see... He, he has over a hundred... I think it's a hundred and six premonitions. And... They're completely random. They're so random, these premonitions. So he starts a website with his friend. He gives people these premonitions for free, mainly because he wants to lure the attention or attract the attention of um, corporations. And it's successful. He does attract corporations. They pay him for 10 minutes asking random questions and if he's had a premonition on it he can answer it right what i like about will is he has this guilt he's like i don't want to exploit people which is why he does give a lot of permissions out for free on the website and his friend's like dude we're doing this to make money and he's like i quit my job to help you do this but will does have reservations and I like Will because of that. You know, he's not just like some random dude who's discovered he can see the future. So this is going to be a get-rich-quick scheme. You know, he knows he has to do something with these premonitions. He can't just keep them to himself. Um, so I liked him as a character. And if the story had just focused on him, I think I would have actually enjoyed the book overall. However, the story does 
split into different perspectives. So you've got the FBI who's after him. They want to find out who the Oracle is. Why? Because for some reason, his existence is threatening the re-election of their president. And I thought that was... Honestly, to me, that was lame. It was boring. It was stupid. Like, you really couldn't have thought of a better reason for the FBI. What if he has a premonition um, with state secrets? You know? How is that? That, to me, would have been more interesting. More in line with the FBI. More... Um, it would have made more sense, is what I'm trying to say. It would have made more sense, would have been more realistic, but threatening the re-election of your president? I mean, come on. I just, wow. It just, <laughs> it, it didn't make me care enough to read. And plus, he, the, the character as well was very one-dimensional. I didn't like the FBI agent. I I just, his tone, his personality, it was so lackluster. I was just like, I don't like this dude. This dude's annoying. Could do well without this guy. Um, pompous. <sighs> Self-righteous. Yeah. Didn't, mm, he was super one-dimensional to me. I didn't like him at all. And then you have his friend's arc, right? You know, he's kept all this secret from his wife. And again, I could care less about his friend's arc, honestly. Like, you're keeping this from your wife. You quit your job. I care because another one-dimensional character. I just couldn't care for him. Um, I thought the dialogue between him and his wife in the one chapter, the one segment I read of them, it felt very forceful. It didn't come off as natural. I didn't believe their relationship as a married couple. It was just, ugh, blech. It was blech to me. Blech. And then, of course, you have, um, there are two more points of view. You've got the reporter chick, and then you've got the TV evangelic, evangelic, you know, one of those TV priests. I don't know why I can't say the word. <laughs> um, you've got one of those guys now. He, I liked the priest. I think his is a nice juxtaposition for Will's personality, honestly. I did like that. That was something I think could have worked well for the story. Because he's a con man. He admits he's a con man. He admits he doesn't believe in God. He's just like, eh, just doing this for the money, man. And he's like, and I'm doing it to help the community. And he does. So, I think those two opposing views, you know, the con man and then the actual oracle, I think that would have worked really well together if it had just been these two separate arcs. I think that something really rich could have come out of that because he's an asshole that the TV priest, he is a downright asshole. Um, and you don't like him. You're not supposed to like him. So I think he was a nice foil for Will, honestly. I think if the story had just focused on those two, great. 
awesome. Um, and then you have the reporter chick. Honestly, her story arc, from what I read, reminded me a lot of Megan Fox's April from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. She's a reporter for an online, for a website. She does fluff pieces. And she's like, no, I want to be a real journalist. You know, but no one takes her seriously. She's like, no, I want to be a real journalist. Um, so she thinks that if she writes articles on the Oracle, maybe that'll get her somewhere, right? But again, she was kind of, she was kind of one-dimensional. I didn't love her like I love April. Um, I didn't love her like I liked Megan Fox's April, especially that one scene in the movie where she's like freaking out in the first movie. And she's like energetic and she's just like, I discovered this thing. I think I, I adored Megan Fox in that one scene. That was great. <laughs> um, but I think that's, that's what I think the author was going for as far as the character arc, except again, didn't much care for her. Another one-dimensional character. I couldn't care for her. There wasn't enough there to make me gravitate towards her real, in a relatable way. I was just like bored, yawn, sorry. <sighs> so I think I think the story really would have just been better if it had just focused on Will and the priest. You know? I think it would have just worked out better for the entire narrative to just see these two opposing views just clash. Um, I think maybe, okay, so I'm going to say this. Whenever I don't like a book, and you've heard me say this before if you are um, a regular listener, I tend to look at Goodreads on the reviews to be like, okay, am I the only person who felt this way? Um, usually if I'm not, well, usually if I am, I tend to give the book another go. Um, but if I'm not, then it's like, okay, so other people did feel the same way. You know, art is, books are art, art is subjective to everyone. I did notice a pattern, um, and there was this one review by this one guy. He said that this book, and it's really funny, he said this book is dicklet <laughs> instead of chicklet. He's like, is that a term? And I'm like, yo, I'm, that's hilarious. Um, because I was noticing a pattern, a lot of the people who didn't like the book tended to be female. Yes, there were females who liked the book, but a majority of the people who didn't like the book were female. In fact, I don't think there was one male reviewer um, that I came across who didn't like the book. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is a book that's going to be more attractive to male readers than to female readers, you know? Because I shared a lot of opinions with the, with the female reviewers. I was just like, yeah, that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> exactly. Um, so maybe that's a thing, you know, worth looking into, I guess. Um, but again, there were some women out there who enjoyed the book, you know, again, 
literature is art, art is subjective. Everyone's going to have different opinions on it. But I just can't get over that dude's comment of Dicklet, and I'm like, oh, I think this guy's on to something. <laughs> I really, really do. <clears throat> so, you know, unfortunately, I have to give the Oracle Year one star. I, again, I didn't finish it. I couldn't get past page 106. I, God, I tried. Trust me, I tried. I was just, uh. I think it put me to sleep. It did put me to sleep. Now that I'm remembering, it did. And that's why I stopped. I'm like, okay, I can't keep, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep forcing myself to read something I'm not going to like. So I just stopped. Life is too short to be spent wasting it, reading things you don't like. Um, besides, I've got like so many books in every single nook and cranny of my house that I need to read, so gonna go ahead and get down to that. <laughs> um, in any case, if you want to give the book a shot, you know, uh, remember there are two ways to support the author. You can purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. Um, you can check out the book from your local library if you're unsure if you're going to like it or not. And you can leave a review um, if you do like the book. Reviews are great. And just because I didn't like something doesn't mean you're not going to like it. Again, we all have different opinions on things. So if you like the book, please spread the word that you liked it and leave a review. Authors love that. Um, they love when you leave a review. They really do. So on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee or by purchasing one of my handmade candles or by becoming a supporter on Anchor FM, my recording platform for just 99 cents a month. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and happy reading.